Hello, Gary Williams here. Welcome to my In Conversation podcast, a mishmash of chit-chats with friends and influencers across the world. Now, many of these interviews were recorded over Zoom, so apologies for any dodgy audio quality. And if you want to watch the videos on YouTube or get in touch, head over to my website, garywilliams.co.uk. Enjoy. Hi, everybody. Gary Williams here. I'm talking again to artists and people in the creative industries all over the world, really, to see how we're all coping with this crazy coronavirus situation. And the man who's waiting patiently over there is a friend of mine, Ravi Mishra, all the way from New Delhi in India. How are you doing, Ravi? I'm good, Gary. I just want to correct you here. I'm actually not in New Delhi right now. I'm in Central of India, Bhopal. Oh, wow. Okay. So when we met at the early in this year, yeah. we were in New Delhi. I just thought you lived there. So when we met, it was on a, a Magnum Photos um, sort of workshop, and you were the fixer. You were the guy that made everything happen and knew the people to <laughs> talk to to get the things done that we wanted to get done. So, I mean, just to give us an idea of what a fixer, I mean, what... what What's a kind of a typical gig for you? And what are the kind of companies and organizations that you've worked for? Uh, I have worked on several projects with National Geographic uh, in the last uh, 16 years. I have done over 10 projects with them. Wow. I have worked a lot with the New York Times. I literally have lost count on how many stories I have worked on with them. They have been a really good client and uh, I've worked with BBC. Nice. I have worked with, <laughs> I produced a documentary uh, I, as a local producer and fixer with Channel 4 from UK. What right. kind of uh, support are people like you getting from the government at, at this time? Additional support, if any. Me, zero. People like me, zero. If you talk uh, about if there are people, if people are getting uh, help on the ground, nobody is getting any help. Not, not till you are recording this uh, video, at least. There are some people. Uh, I wouldn't say nobody. Actually, it is more like a nobody because we have a population of 1.3 billion people. You know, and this lockdown came in place like this. This guy comes on television, our prime minister, he comes on television, he just says, bang, lockdown. You can't do anything, you can't go anywhere. And uh, majority of the population of this country are migrant laborers, you know, who have, uh, and this came right after Puli. So most of these people like, you know, were taking it very easy for the last, you know, uh, last few weeks and all, all of a sudden, they come back to the city because it was holy. They went back to their villages. They had their time off. They just came back to city. They were about to start their work and bank lockdown. So they have literally not made a single penny. Most of these daily wage laborers that I'm talking about. And with the lockdown in effect, now they can't even go back to uh, their villages, which is a good thing. I mean, you know, because they are in the city and it's a very good move, but it was not well planned. There is no support. These people still do not have support. So how are those people getting uh, fed 
or getting water and how strict is the lockdown see when you talk about water uh, people basically it's unsafe but still people drink from wherever they can find water so water really has not been that big of a problem here food wise yes because when this lockdown took place uh, when our prime minister he announced the lockdown i mean it sounds like i don't like him it's not the case it's just i'm i'm really disappointed <laughs> because for the last one week the kind of pain that i have seen i have never seen that kind of pain in my lifetime and i have seen a lot of pain it was in 16 years my first my first assignment of my life when i was 14 years old was at a red light district in mumbai so i have seen pain and i understand pain i have covered earthquakes earthquake i have photographed for a british organization water aid i have photographed the earthquake for them i've covered bomb blasts i've covered serious issues but the kind of pain that i've seen in one week i have not seen that kind of pain so what happened was two days ago i was uh, just doing my things and i got a call from my mechanic arif uh, from old part of bhopal and he's like uh, he has known me for quite some time and he knows that i like to help people so he's like he called me up and he's like uh, i'm going to say this in hindi he's like uh, ravi bhai yahan pe do log lad rahe hain bahut tez is like uh, ravi my brother there are two people fighting here they're writing here he used the word writing and i was like wait what how can people be writing during times of corona when like everything is in lockdown and stuff and it's like they're writing over food and i was like ha huh, uh, okay how many people are there and he's like Seven to ten people. Can you do something about it? And I was like, Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll bring some packages. Just try to calm the situation down, and I will. I'll. I'll be there soon. So I went to a grocery store, and uh, they told me that they can't sell me more than two packets of flowers, because and that makes sense also. So that uh, because there was a lot of panic shopping and stuff to uh, calm the situation down. Then I explained to the grocery guy who also knows me well that he manages. and the situation is happening so i want to just help these people out and he was like okay sure you know what under the table just take it it's okay so i took a few packets and i went uh, there and uh, i realized people were literally like uh, trying to fight over 1 kg of rice 1 kg rice and there were like two or three families i don't remember because this was the first time i came to this neighborhood all i did was like all right here are the packets what's going on you know and they're like they felt sorry for themselves after receiving the food and they're like we had been surviving only on water for the last two days now so i said all right don't worry you know what i have some savings i was going to i mean i'm using the phone i was going to show you my phone my phone's back crashed uh, hey you uh, when we were doing this magnum assignment it started raining and <laughs> my phone slipped and i had cracked uh, i don't remember i i don't I, i don't know if you remember on my phone broke down during our workshop you remember, remember so <laughs> so i got it fixed uh, at one of these fix quick fix shops uh, because if you take it back to the apple it's almost like you have to spend uh, as much money as you would spend on buying a new phone so i tried to fix it it didn't work so i, I was like all right you know what i'm just going to upgrade to a new iphone i didn't want to do it but i was like sure let's do it so i had $1000 that i had kept aside for you know try to sell this old phone and buy 
<coughs> a newer model, but because of the lockdown, of course, it didn't work out. So I had this thousand dollars, and I was like, you know what? I know for sure that for the next six months to a year, I'm not getting any professional work, so I really don't need to upgrade my phone. So I'll use this money and I'll feed these twenty-eight families. Twenty-eight families became fifty families. Fifty became hundred. And right now, right after this call, I'll be going to inspect an area where there are supposed, allegedly, eighty families. When I say eighty families, you have to estimate at least four people to five people in each family. How much does it cost uh, you to feed each family? How much money are we talking about? So each family costs approximately six point five dollars for three days. Hmm. So for a week, it's fifteen dollars. Hmm. Uh, so when I started initially, I only had thousand uh, dollars, uh, which was enough for basically because the lockdown is until the fourteenth. Which is still two weeks away, mm. uh, longer. And you know, when you start, when you give hope to somebody, you don't want to back off, right? Because then they are dependent on you. So, I have some friends who contributed, including you, who contributed uh, and wanted to help a little. So, because of you guys, and uh, I, I managed to go. A little higher and take care of fifty families, and then another organization offered three days for hundred families. So I could either do fifty families for a week, or I could do hundred families for three days. So that's why I'm very sad and depressed and disappointed that I do not have the luxury to choose one week for fifty families, because if I do that, then there is a strong chance, and I'm not exaggerating when I say this. There's a strong chance that. especially kids might die of starvation you know not of coronavirus they would die of starvation they would actually die how are you taking like, care of your own uh, well-being and your own mental health at this time it's difficult mental health uh, see physically i uh, i am trained to take it because i work in hostile environments i have experience of working in hostile environments so physically i i'm well capable of but emotionally i am just realizing that i am not <laughs> i'm not as strong as i as uh, as i thought i was especially you know when you have given 16 years in this industry you think that you are you're strong mm. this is hey, how people are watching this and they want to help somehow what is the what is the best way they can help try to find local organizations who are working uh, in smaller areas uh, like bhopal varanasi gorakhpur because india is not just delhi bombay delhi bombay calcutta and bangalore india is big it's it's massive and there is already help in those big towns more help than uh, it's required there are food packets that are being wasted uh so find someone and if you choose to help me we have a gofundme page the only problem with the gofundme page is that you cannot start a gofundme or any kickstarter campaign here in india for some weird reasons so very dear friend of mine from australia uh, who is also a journalist and has worked with me on multiple uh 
multiple occasions has started the gofund page but the only problem is that the money will first go to him there will be a fees that paypal will charge him and uh, give him a bad exchange rate then that money will come to me which will once again fund uh, paypal will once again charge their fees and give bad exchange rate uh so the easiest is to do a transfer wise which has been uh, a very convenient uh, mean of uh, sending right. help across and uh, is uh, it yes. okay if i put in the notes your bank details for this absolutely uh just that it's my personal account if anybody chooses to do a transfer just please make sure that uh, you add a note it says corona relief uh because that way i can uh, show the expense receipts to the government and uh, and we should really stress to I do not. watching this that you are you know you're not out there with your begging bowl you're not asking for money actually i had encouraged i had asked you a few days ago how you were doing and i wanted to help and you were very reluctant to take money from anybody and um yeah yeah and i think people can see that the need is genuine and there's no pressure or expectation at all but if anybody watching this yes. feels that they can help then and wants to uh then there is an opportunity to get some money albeit with a crappy exchange rate but at least the money is going to be going directly to you and then directly into food to the people who need it most that is doing ravi thank you so much for sharing that with us and uh, we know you've oh, got thank you really important places to be and lots of important things to do so please keep up the good work and we will be thinking about you and sending good vibes and good wishes to you and all of the people that you thank know. you so much gary i i wish and i really hope that we have one of these sessions again where i'm not so disheartened and sad that we were <laughs> trying to figure out we things we uh, lots of you, everyone who's watching So lots of love to you and lots of love to everyone watching this video. Thank you so much for your time. Take care of yourself. Stay safe. And even if you are not financially able to help, it's absolutely okay. Just make noise about it. Make sure that people are not wasting resources uh, during these times and uh, stay safe. You too. Take care, Ravi. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, guys. Take care. Bye bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch and hear more interviews just like this one, head over to my website, garywilliams.co.uk.